welcome back to another edition of the DGA2 podcast show. Uh, this has been just a crazy, crazy week. Uh, lots of shout outs to all of our fans, followers, supporters. And as you all can tell, I have a special guest in the studio with me today. Uh, this is Mr. and Mrs. We Fit Sports, a.k.a. Ashton and Tyrone Weavers in the house. Weavers in the house. They are here. Hey, check it out, y'all. They got a really, really good podcast out there that I need y'all to listen to. It's called Is Necessary. Drops every Friday. Uh, support them. They are giving the good word out there. If you all need a pickup or any kind of uh, thing to get you uplifted, um, they have. I listen to it every single Friday, so I, I, I love their show. I'm a Thank huge you. fan. I'm a huge, huge fan. Love to see them, hear them, and their journey, and talk about that and a lot of their podcast. So some of y'all need what they're talking about for real. So, uh, so with that being said, we're going to talk about the illustrious Ice Cube. Uh, Real name O'Shea Jackson. Yes, the junior is a, is a son. He's 29 years old. And he played him in the movie uh, Boys in the Hood. Uh, I'm sorry, it was uh, NWA because of attitude. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but for now, we're going to be focusing on Ice Cube in the years of 1990 to 1994, which is the period of the shift. And he did a lot of work in this period uh, of five years. So, I'm going to roll down some accolades for you all to read. So, Ice Cube is a one time Image Award winner. He's also a one time I Am Hip Hop Award in 2009. He won the Quincy Jones Award in 2005 at the BT Awards for Entertainer of the Year. And he also, in 2014, won a BT Excellence Award at the BT Honors. So he's done a lot of stuff for the for the culture. He's done a bunch of movies, you guys. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> I mean, like this man has done so many movies. He's got a star in the Walker Hall of Fame uh, in 2017. The movies are endless. Boys in the Hood, Barbershop, Friday... Uh, oh my God! Players Club, mm-hmm. all about the Benjamins, uh, the Ride Along series. I love Ride Along too. Uh, oh my <laughs> God, I love Ride Along too. Net worth is around 160 million dollars, yo. This man is paid. So yeah, don't don't get yeah. big bank take little bank. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yo. Yeah. So uh, he uh, coined that phrase uh, later, which is actually using hip hop years later, actually. So which is really cool. So paying homage to that, but. We're going to focus on his period in the early 90s. So he dropped, uh, looks like, five albums in the 90s. Well, four albums and one EP. The first two albums went five mics from the Source magazine. He's the only hip-hop artist to have his first two debut albums receive five mics from the Source, which is the gold standard at that time in hip-hop. So America's Most Wanted uh, dropped in May of 1990, which was a platinum album. Then he got Death Certificate in October 1991, which is also a platinum album. Both albums received five mics from the Source magazine. Actually, the first one got it when it first came out. The second one received four and a half when it came out. Then the Source went back and gave them five mics uh, later on. Then there was a Predator, which is the most famous album, which actually gave him a lot of praise. Uh, my favorite album is a Predator, of course, uh, which had today, today was a good day. It had, uh, let me think, uh, The Wicked. Yeah, The Wicked was on there. And um, Check Yourself was on there with the remix with Das Effect. So that's that's my favorite joint uh, from Ice Cube. And actually, we'll talk about that a little bit when we get into our discussion about Ice Cube, because that album came out when the L.A. riots dropped. So that was a very significant time in, uh, in our history. So we'll talk about that and the significance of that dropping during that time. And then the last one, uh, Lethal Injection, came out in December of 1993, which didn't get a lot of praise from critics. And that's kind of where what I would feel that Ice Cube kind of went on a hiatus and then he went on to movies and things like that. But I still love, you know how we do it, that remix is so smooth. And I love What Can I Do, the East Coast version of that song. So it's a very, very deep song. And he talks about um, going through strife as a black man. At the end of the song, he talks about all of the 
uh, offenses that we as black people would have been defended with that the white man got away with. He talked oh, about that wow. at the very end of the song. So it's really, really significant to the hip hop culture. So uh, with all that aside, you guys, I know I got all that <laughs> stuff out the way. We can jump into our discussion here. Uh, but the first question I have is for Tyrone, Mr. We Fit Sports. Yeah. And of course, every new guest that comes on the Diggy A2 will get asked a question. When or how did you fall in love with hip hop? Uh, early, man. My my uncles, man, were yeah. huge Cube fans and, and just hip-hop fans, you know. When I was born, they really uh, took us, when we used to ride with them all the time, they used to, my uncle had a T-top cutlass. Oh, that's what's <laughs> So he would take the top off, man, and be riding, just playing Cube and all those guys, man. So I just, I loved the, the culture back then, you know, because yeah. yeah. I seen everything they were talking about in my community. Yeah. So I, yeah. I loved it, and I fell in love with it early, man. Cause that's what's up. We had all, it's, it's multiple men in my family, yeah. so we listen to music all the time. That That's all we did, we'd play basketball, listen to music, so. Yeah, that's what's up, that's what's up. So, yeah, so appreciate it, appreciate you guys being on the show today. Oh, man, like, it's, it's so, such a blessing to have y'all here. Happy birthday, early birthday, my yeah, brother. appreciate it. We gonna pour one up for you yeah. while you're here, man. We gonna pour one appreciate up for him. Y'all pour one up for my boy. Take a shot for him. You're listening or watching this week. Uh, yeah, man, like, it's, it's a blessing. Many blessings going around to be handed out to everybody. And they talk a lot about, in their podcast, you guys, about the inner circle and people around around them having positive energy and I can't think of another more positive person from myself aside from Tyrone and Ashton so they are really really getting it and I'm really humbled Thank to have y'all in here with Appreciate us today it, man. so let's jump in the ice cube right so Ashton <laughs> the lady in the building gets the first question yeah. all right so okay. Ashton from your listening to ice cube this week what were some of the songs that you either identified with or resonated with from the previous week uh, all of them. I think that, you know, everything that he says, it just resonates with me just being from the hood, being yeah. black, being a young, <laughs> young, uh, aspiring black person, you know. So, um, let me see from America's Most Wanted. Yeah, go ahead. So, let's see. Oh, give me the notes here, babe. Breaking had, out the had, notes. Breaking no, out the notes. That's all I'm talking I had, about. I had one good song. <laughs> I mean, everything that he has come out with was before my time. So oh, well, that, that's all right. Before I was born. But it's all I did good. go back and listen. It's all good. Um, and it's all so, good. Appreciate you know, that. The, the, the one they love to hate. <laughs> okay, that was, that was a good one. The blank they love to hate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, she got you. She loved gotcha. that one. She did love that one. Got you, got you, got you. I like that one too, actually. Um, I resonated with that one a lot because he talks about, hey, this is who I am. I'm not compromising. And, and on top of that, what he does in that song is, he showcases who he is. Like he does. That's what I love about Cube is that he doesn't compromise who he is for nobody. Right. Like this is this is me. This is me authentically. And and what he also was doing, as you mentioned, telling like in a sense, tell us from the hood a little bit too. Like mm -hmm. he's just you know giving you a bird's eye view or eyewitness view of what's going on in his community, what's going on in Compton, and it's really really eye opening. Which is one of the reasons why the first two albums got five mics from the source because he was talking about social issues, talking about. Uh, injustices going around him, police brutality, yes. uh, all kinds of things that are going on. And guess what's going on in 2020? Same, Same thing. Same old damn it's just, thing. It's a cycle. It's, just, it's a cycle that we cannot seem to break as black people. I just don't understand it. Mm -hmm. but. Uh, but we're talking about those same things in the early 90s, but let's talk about the sound of the two albums, right? So the first album was produced by the Bomb Squad, who produced uh, Public Enemy. Mm -hmm. And then he came up with a second album, which was Death Certificate, which has the same kind of messaging, but a different sound. So mm -hmm. the first album was more East Coast, the second album was more West Coast, yeah. sound of style, more to its roots. So Tyrone, what are some of the things you found with the 
uh, comparison between those, those first two albums. I just like how he painted the picture from both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he showed, especially in Colorblind. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He mm -hmm. he definitely painted pictures and he let people know on both sides. Like, look, I can do it on the east and the west. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's he's a mastermind at telling stories, mm -hmm. man, and he can touch any individual anywhere. So it's it's a blessing, man, to be able to listen to Q because, like you said, everything's coming back, and yeah. it was like. I didn't realize then that it's it's the same thing that he's talking about, bro, and it's kind of yeah. scary in a little bit. You know? it's, yeah. cr it's crazy. It makes you think. Um, and I, but some of the things I heard about Cube talking about this past week, you know, you, we got the, some of the, the younger rappers, you know, talking about, you know, here in 2020, mm -hmm. you got Lil Baby talking about things. We had, mm -hmm. um, you know, the baby, all them, the big time rappers now are talking about social injustices that are going on. So I like that. Um, but the difference is, here's the difference. So little baby and the baby. Here's the difference. <laughs> the difference is Ice Cube, you know, really didn't he didn't go for he didn't care how many records he sold. Right. He didn't care about who liked him. He didn't care right. about who listened to him. He was raw and authentic. And I think that's one of the pieces, the small little pieces, me as a as a fan of hip hop that misses from hip-hop like mm -hmm. it's not so much people chasing after the bag chasing after right. getting money and right. not staying true, true to, to the art form yeah. right it's staying true to the art form so it's kind of gotten lost over the last few years and it's sad but that's why we're here now to make sure that everybody remembers what real hip-hop is and what it's about and ice cube is definitely one of those those staples in the west coast so mm -hmm. so going back to uh the couple of songs that i that I like um you know i like uh, check yourself i like you know how we do it remix it was real smooth he's driving it smooth. and yeah he's driving it in vegas and, and it's shot real cool but one of the messages that or actually one of his most famous songs actually is no vaseline so Ooh. no vaseline actually before we all got on we actually listened to before we started taping fire and we were just like wow man like he was really mad about you know nwa yeah. taking this little pop Killed shots at him it, and stuff you know what i mean so what do you all think about no vaseline when you heard that what do you what do you think about that track first of all when you hear no vaseline you automatically think yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you think fire like yeah. he's going in like I mean he he really went at him and it's like like you said earlier, bro. That that's the top this song for me ever. Like he yeah. he went all the way in. He didn't care about no feelings. Yeah, mm -hmm. he like you gonna come for me? I'm gonna hurt you harder than you hurt me. Yeah, you, and yeah. he did that exactly that. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> Ashley, what do you think? No Vaseline. Yeah, what I mean, think? I just heard it. <laughs> Actually, I've heard it before, but the 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 title it caught me off guard. But no, I remember the song, and I'm like, okay, no, yeah, he definitely definitely one of the most top. Um, Diss tracks of all Killed time Killed that I've ever heard. So yeah, he he got him with that one. Yeah, and then you know to go along with that, no Vaseline. You know a lot of a lot of people in the hip hop community consider no Vaseline the the biggest or the best you know disc record on on wax. So he gets a lot of credit for that. I think there's a couple of other ones out there that are a little bit more polished, but. It sounds good too, it's right? When you great. listen to it, you're like, nah, 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 the you know, beat, this the is beat, funky, right? You know, it's it's you real wanna... funky. You like, damn, yeah, okay, like, yeah, this is cold. So he went back to NWA uh, at the time, or actually, really Easy E, because Easy E was really like taking shots at him and stuff like that. But you know, before Easy passed, he was able to squash the beat. Yes, that was two months before he passed. Yeah, so that yeah. was that was good amazing, to see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? How like we as uh, people can have our differences, hash them out, and then later on down the road we can patch things up. So uh, that was good to see that. But in that, in that time always frame, be out there though. Yeah, yeah, it's always out there, right? Like it ain't never going nowhere. You know what I mean? Like once it's recorded, That's it's it. out there. But yeah. so then we fast forward from No Vaseline or the Death Certificate album to uh, the Predator, which is one of my favorite albums. So I want to talk about the Predator for a little bit because the Predator was when he did uh, the Wicked. You know, today's a good day and uh, check yourself and. 
actually what's ironic about that album is it came out during the LA riots. So mm -hmm. I can remember, you know, watching LA riots, you know, at that time and not really knowing what's kind of right, going on, right. but knowing it was bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like watching on TV, mm -hmm. knowing something bad is happening, but I don't, I couldn't really connect with it. And then, you know, years down the road, as, as you know, I started to get older and started to, you know, experience things for myself. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, wow, man. Like, okay, well, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay, so it kind of like hit home for me later on down the road. But for the LA riots, and not really for that specific topic, but there was rioting because, you know, the cops that beat down Rodney King, they got off, right? So it's yeah, like, it was... wow, that sparked the riots. And so my, my question to you guys is when it comes to, Social injustice, mm -hmm. you know, it still hasn't changed much. We're talking 20, 30 years back, and it's still the same things happening. So, what are some of the things that you all think that we can either do as as people, or what can we do to change the narrative, or change how we are looked or portrayed in the community? Hmm. I think, man, listen. I think when it comes to social injustice, this is something that has been happening for years and years before us. But now, I think with the culture and the generation now like we're at the point where we're like it's gonna end one way or the other yeah. like i think we're standing up for ourselves yeah. i think we're we're not taking it anymore and i think yeah. we're doing it the right way yeah we got people in platforms that are pushing the narrative of change and put like lebron james and those guys like that yeah. you okay. know even cube tried you know yeah. <laughs> he tried but yeah. i think we got those people in those places in these platforms like what we're doing that's speaking this into the younger generation and we're, we're just demanding change. We're, we're not taking it anymore. So it's, it's a blessing to be a part of this right now. Seriously. It is. It is. And one of the things that I, that I remember with Ice Cube when he was doing the movie, I mean, he's done so much successful things. So, I mean, like we can right. talk about Q pretty much oh, for a whole yeah, hour, right? right? But yeah. we got like 20, 25 minutes and we don't want to keep the, <laughs> keep our, our audience waiting. But one of the things that I resonate with Cube is he always went back. Like it always seemed like whenever he made it some to a certain point in his career, he went back and got his homies. And mm. so you think of Friday and next Friday mm. and, and Mike Epps when he started his career off, you know what I mean? Giving people opportunities and you know what I mean? Like we're not doing that no more, yo. You mm. know what I mean? Like if we, we're not getting to a plateau, we turn around and say, yo, I made it. Let me help my brothers get up there with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't yeah. do that no more, but hopefully with things like this, with this platform, that we can bless others. And that's one of the reasons why I got involved in doing, uh, you know, podcasting to begin with was one, to educate mm -hmm. with hip hop knowledge and two, to give something back, to have a platform for people to come on here like you guys and exactly. plug your stuff. Mm -hmm. Anybody else want to come on here and plug their stuff and also right. give pay homage to the person that we're talking about mm -hmm. um, as well too. So it's, we it's, were just talking about that. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, you we could, were you just could. talking about that earlier today as far as reaching back and helping, you know, yeah. the people that look for us as direction like we're still growing and learning yeah, ourselves yeah. yeah so you know but we do have those people that are like hey you guys are it's like okay you yeah you know, i'm trying man it, 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 it's it's so important because i think everybody before us the generation before you reached back pulled y'all up yeah the generation before me reached back pulled us up and i think the millennials we got to do a better job right it, you know yeah. what i mean and it's yeah. like that's why yeah. we're millennials and we're we're rooting for everybody behind us like yeah my job, like you pulling me up, I need to reach back. You pull me up, hey, we all locking hands and we pulling each other yeah. up. So it's, it's got to be like that. But that's one of the things I resonate with Cube. You know, when he made movies and all black cast, mostly when he's, yeah. if he's involved in a movie, you're gonna see some black faces on the movie right. with him. Like I just think that's so genius and being able to get to a certain point in your career and like, okay, well now I let my son, he's his son played him in the movie, portraying him, right? You're like, wow, like it looked just like him too. Like it's crazy, man. Yeah, I but I read something on there too that said that. 
he almost didn't get the 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 piece the yeah. funding so he had to like audition really audition yeah. for it he didn't just hand it to him he really right. had to audition and that's father right. yeah that, yeah that's a father yeah you're not gonna hand you nothing just because you ice cube son you know mm-hmm. you're gonna audition like everybody else did and earn it earn it the that's right dope. way so all right so close out this session i got one last question that will close things out so miss ashton yes if you could pick one song for your boys to listen to and say, yo, I want you to know about Ice Cube and his legacy, what one song would <laughs> you pick? There's so many. <laughs> um, I, I really do like Today Was a Good Day. Okay. That's yeah, just, sure. it resonates with me. Um, you know, just, just going about, you know, his day, you know, daily, daily things that, you know, we do as everyday people. So I, I just like, I like that song personally. So. Yeah. Okay. Same question. For me, I'm going to go a little bit further into the 2000s. Okay. I know we're talking okay. about the early 90s, yeah. but War and Peace Volume 2, okay. he had a song, Until We're Rich. Okay. And he's telling these young men, like, health is wealth. Change your mind. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's so, so important. Like, if you ain't heard it, go listen to it. It's a good song. Yeah, I no mean, doubt. No doubt. He's flipping the narrative. You know what he I'm saying? He is. He is. I like that one, too. And the one that I would pick out... Um, it's probably from the first album, and it's, uh, I want to say it's in the very beginning of the album. It was the, you love to hate, that one. Oh, okay. uh, but in that, in, that, in that record, though, he says a line in there that I keep you know, hearing in my head for the past week. He said, why is there more black folks in jail than in college? Mm, in college. You know what I mean? Like, I heard that for the first time, and I was like, wow, like, that's still like that now in 2020. We still can't get it together as a people. We still got more black men in jail than in college we gotta change that narrative i don't know what generation is going to flip that Mm -hmm. but we got some work to do so with all that being said we're going to start wrapping things up man it's been a great show uh this is thanksgiving week you guys some of you guys are watching this next uh well i guess it'd be for you all for us it's gonna be next week but when you all watch this next uh on tuesday it's gonna be thanksgiving week and it's time to be thankful and count our blessings and who your shout outs going to? Actually, before we get to that, uh, we're going to put our hoods on for a hooded salute for oh, Trayvon yeah. Martin. Yeah. And matter of fact, my boy Tyrone brought me a one of a kind yeah, hoodie. Man, you know, man. I'm going to throw that out there. You know, you know, <laughs> you know he ain't going to get these nowhere else. You know what I mean? He made this for your boy. I appreciate yes, it, man. man. Shout out to We Fit Sports, man. Y'all, y'all, yes. man, y'all take care of these folks, man. Like, they, they really doing it. But being all um, Diggy A2 fashion, we do shout outs at the end of the podcast. So, Miss Lady, who you shouting out? Who you want to see to see the show this week? Um, I just want to shout out, you know, family, friends, our two sons. Um, I want to shout out the regular people, just the regular people that's just on their grind every day, day to day, just trying to be better, not out here robbing, stealing, killing. You know, I just want to shout out you guys. So. Alright, that's what's up. That's what's up, Mr. Tyrone. Yeah, and like I mean, I, there's plenty, of, there's multiple people we can shout out, but I want to, I want to give a shout out to the people who's hurting right now, who's who's missing somebody due to something or a death or a, a friend or a family member. Listen, it's gonna get better. So shout out to you who's listening, who's watching, who's who's hurting, who needs some some knowledge. Listen to Diggy A too, man. They're putting some good stuff out there. So we appreciate everybody who's hurting. It's gonna get better. So shout out to God. Shout out to God. <laughs> yes. 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 Shout yes. out to you all for having us on. Oh, no yeah. doubt, man. Like it's always fun. Like yeah. I'm always having a good time. Yeah, we over here drinking hand dogs. <laughs> my boy birthday. You know what I mean? Feeling good. Uh but my shout outs, man, all I can think about is uh Thanksgiving and being thankful for the things that I have. Uh, my family, my health, uh, you know, having a good job, having people in my circle that I can trust and I can go to. 
Um, and you know, it's just good to be around positive energy and positive people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the simple things in life, right? Not asking. Simple. None of those things cost money, right? right. Not one thing I just mentioned. It <laughs> exactly. costs a dime, right? It's just uh, having a positive influence on others as well, too. So just think of positive, and I can't wait to. By the time I'm watching this, I have my grandson in my arms, and it's just oh. gonna feel so good, man, right. to, to see to see them, and uh, really excited about that. And the other thing I want to mention before we wrap things up. Is a it's one of these. So hey, look, y'all. This is this is a mask, right? Oh so I, I know I'm gonna break some of y'all's hearts out there, but this could save your life, man. Mm -hmm. Straight up. So just just put the damn mask on. Stop playing. Right? <laughs> right. Just stop. Just playing. for a little bit. That's just all they ask. Just put it on. It, it ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> right. You already got it on anyway, right? So I mean, come on, y'all. Like this this is a lifesaver, man. We go through right. a, a global pandemic. Let me yes. say that one more time. A global Whoa. pandemic, right? So. People out there dying and hurting, man, and you can save somebody's life with this right here, man. Yes. But yeah. with all that being said, I want to give another quick shout out to so we went out to an event uh, last Saturday uh, down in Wichita mm -hmm. to a great one of the probably one of the best hip hop events in the area that I think I went to. So shout out to everybody that performed that night, uh, which would have been Johnny TGV, the Good Villain, uh, Antidote. Shout out to you, Antidote, my boy, man. I uh, got to meet him, Nick Gibbs. Uh, Nick is a phenomenal talent. Um, oh. He is just, he's, oh my God. Yeah, we saw y'all Nick turning up. Nick Gibbs, man. Hey, Nick Gibbs, hey, he's my dude, man. Uh, shout out to Alan Wayne. Alan Wayne's phenomenal talent. And shout out to my boy, Unique Hustle Hard. I got oh. you right here, homie. Oh. My boy, man. Oh, uh, and also, I got to meet Jerry Robinson as well, too. So, from Strange Music. So, shout out to Jerry Robinson and his girlfriend. Uh, really, really humble and cool people, man. Yeah. So, shout out to you guys. And, Jerry, hopefully one day I'll have you on the show, man, and we can chop it up uh, about your experience in the music business. But, uh, other than that, that's all we got this week, you guys. Tune in next week. We're going to have... Uh, We'll have a good episode next week. I don't know who we're going to have yet, but we're talking about Funk Dr. Spock, and that is uh, AKA Redman, AKA Reggie Noble, next <laughs> week. All right, so I'm ready to do that thing, but y'all be easy, be safe, 100. Peace. Nice.